0: neither here nor there, um, right now I'm joined by Dr Phil Ferguson, Sarah Martin and John Moore. Marina, to you all, good morning, okay, alright, all right. Marina. Marina. Right. Uh, new government, uh, New Zealand First and Labour in a formal coalition with the Greens in a confidence and supply deal, I'm not going to say I picked it, but I picked it, um, I guess we're going to um, start off with uh, what do we know what do we know now about like, there's not much we know they didn't give too much away on um who's going to be where and how we know that New Zealand first is going to have uh four um, four ministers. Uh, the Greens are going to have three outside a cabinet, uh, and Peters is likely de- to be deputy prime minister. But we don't really know more than that.
1: Yeah, but, uh, that's quite a lot to start off with. Mm. So uh, yeah, we we we've got a, f- a fairly big idea of the basic composition of uh, of this Labour led government. Um, although New Zealand Zealand First and Winston Peters are presenting it as a Labour and New Zealand First uh, coalition government with the support of Greens, I think um, that's a bit of bullshit. In in, in reality, it's really a Labour, New Zealand First, Greens government. The Greens are going to have cabinet ministers outside of, um, well have ministerial posts outside the cabinet Mm -hmm. and they're going to support the government on competence to supply. So to me, in real terms, that amounts to uh, the Greens being part of this government and it'll be interesting to see what actual impact and what policies they get out of this government as well. Um, Because of course um, although all the focus has been on Winston Peters as a kingmaker or queenmaker, Mm -hmm. the the reality is without the Greens um, this government wouldn't be possible and uh, yeah, so I I would imagine that there's going to be some significant concessions for the Greens as well. Mm -hmm, Mm -hmm. Let's remember they've just got one less seat than uh, New Zealand First.
0: That's right, that's right. Um, Sarah, you're up in Wellington. Um, Have you walked to work yet? And if you have... What's, what's the feeling like on the street?
2: Oh, you know, there's a few public servants wearing red T-shirts and red tights, which is about as um, as out there as they get in um, showing their political colors. <laughs> um, <laughs> It's, um, I think there's, you know, a great sense of relief. Um, you know, for public servants, uh, there's been a cap on the number of public servants, um, for the last nine years, which means workload has, has been significant for public servants. And there's uh, been, you know, a real loss of permanent jobs here. Um, pay rates have been lowered as have been kept low through this government. So I think there's, um, a great sense of optimism. Um, for unions, of course, equal pay has been, a a big goal, um, and the, gov- the national government had an, a bill before parliament that would have been a backwards step. Um, so you know, the unions. I think there's a lot of hope that that bill will be scrapped. Well, there's a, you know, we're pretty confident that that bill will be scrapped, and that we can move much um, more progressively and faster towards equal pay for women workers. So um, that's really positive. Um, yeah, you know, I, I think as, um as you've hinted, we don't know much yet about the policy makeup of of the new government but um, certainly um, Winston Peters peters talked a lot about housing and economics um, last night so I think we'll definitely see a move in the in the housing portfolio which mm-hmm. which will really help um, you know a lot of ordinary working people um, and uh, I mean I'm not sure that there' will be radical economic reform but certainly as, as some kind of
0: amendment to the neoliberal agenda. Mm, yeah, Phil, they they said last night, uh, well, Winston came out last night uh, um, talking about capitalism, and the form of capitalism we have now is not working for the ordinary New Zealander, for, or for the majority. What do you think you mean by that?
3: Well, Peter's has been opposed for the last, you know, two and a half decades, basically, to the dominant economic policies that have been pursued. Mm-hmm. I mean, I would argue that that neoliberalism really stopped being the dominant economic prescription in New Zealand by the mid-90s and they haven't really found <laughs> something to replace it with. Mm-hmm. So you've got bits of neoliberalism wedded to bits of neo Um but I think, yeah, he definitely you know, wants a more interventionist role for the state mm-hmm. in terms of economic policy. He wants an... Inc- significant increase in the minimum wage um, much more than, than Labour um, and he wants the state I guess to take a lead in regional development Yeah, um, yeah, and, I, I, for him, yeah it? and I think those things are quite important for him but at the same time the a big problem for me is that out of the four main parties you've got the two most xenophobic yes, <laughs> <laughs> Labour and New Zealand first and so for you know the poor huddled masses of the world, who want to come here to make a better life for themselves, that's not going to be good. That's not going to be good news.
0: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, the, the, I mean the, it's interesting. The thirty thousand drop in immigration rates. Um, so they're still expecting about forty thousand a year to come through the doors. And um, I wonder how many people have left Australia. How many Kiwis that have left Australia? now and how many are still going to come or will the you know have the majority already come back and will the, that 40,000 be made up of people from from Britain and America because we know Britain actually supplies the majority of yeah. uh, uh, other than Kiwis that come over um, you know everybody's scared of the Chinese the Chinese are here all the <laughs> time but it's not the that's f- not the truth yeah. and the majority of the land that's been brought up has been brought up by the Americans so uh, actually Canadians uh, have Oh, the Canadian, out. <laughs> oh yeah, well, the Canadian pension <laughs> the funds. evil Canadians. Yeah, the ca- <laughs> yeah, the Canadian pension funds have been coming in for years I mean they bought yellow they bought the yellow pages back in the day I think that was like the Quebec workers fund or something or, or some trans is it fun? Um, yeah. yeah. So the
3: Canadians have been doing it for a while. Can uh, West Canadian? what's that? Can Can West? Don't they? Own, own, oh yeah, can, they Canadian? yeah, yeah. Can West <laughs> is yeah. Canadian. That's yeah, fine. Th- That's okay because they look like us. Yeah,
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Exactly. In
3: inverted <laughs> commas. <Yeah. laughs>
0: um, interesting. Water tax is gone. Winston mm-hmm. is totally opposed to that. So that one's off the table. So the farmers will rejoice in that one. And I heard Federators Farmers this morning saying, you know, uh, the government's going to have to work with us closely, otherwise things are going to fall apart. Uh, you know, we've got to have a big slice of the pie. Um, Pike River, that's definitely going to be it. And the Māori seats are safe. And these are three policies that we know now. Is there, mm. Do we know anything more?
1: Um <laughs> Yeah, so there's obviously going to be huge cuts in uh, immigration. Um, uh, in terms of housing plans, it looks like um, Labour's affordable uh, housing um, project will go ahead, the Kiwi Bill policy. Um, of course, it's, it's highly debatable uh, w- whether those houses are actually affordable for the, for the average person, you know, with uh, both Labor and yeah. National yeah. sort of projecting <laughs> four hundred to 600,000 being an affordable house, which is, <laughs> I, I would argue is absurd. <laughs> yep, uh, there's the Pipe River issue, of course. <laughs> um, um, Winston Peters making that commitment that there should be a re entry, and it looks like Labour and the Greens are both open to that. Um, in terms of, uh, foreign trade um, and, and, and free trade. Um, it looks like Winston Peters wants uh, a more robust and, and critical approach to agreements with other countries in terms of TPP as well. If, that, mm-hmm. if it gets off the ground again, um, certainly in terms of um, banning <laughs> foreigners from buying New Zealand land. So that that, that links in with that sort of um, as Phil calls as that, that xenophobia that has been coming from Labour and uh, New Zealand First. Um, and so I think uh, yeah, there, there will be definitely uh, in terms of that sort of uh, projection of who's to blame for problems with New Zealand society and New Zealand's economy, there will be attacks on uh, on the rich and on corporations and that's part mm. of New Zealand First populism, we get that from the Greens and Labour as well, but I think there will be some uh, strong xenophobia and focus on the Chinese that come through um, in terms of this government as well Murray mm. seeks to save um, and um, a, a big issue for winston Peters is way back since uh, the 90s has been the Reserve Bank Act uh, which um, puts uh, out of the government's hands a whole lot of economic decisions uh, and it's purely uh, the way that the Reserve Bank operates is to keep inflation down. So, um, Winston Peters ha- has pushed for a reform of the Reserve Bank Act, he's not going to get the reforms he wants, however, uh, there will be some amendment to the Act, m- more than likely in terms of there has to be some weight given to full employment uh, from, from the Reserve Bank when, it, when it's um, uh, thinking about what policies it, it pushes through. Mm-hmm. Um, also, moving the Port of Auckland yeah, uh, do you think that's going to happen. Well, Labour <coughs> says it's open to it, but it's certainly not a uh, coalition well, the uh, is, agreement.
0: There's nowhere there to put it, to be honest. There's nowhere that it has a significant land area. I mean, they're going to have to do a massive project of filling mm. in. It's going to be a yeah. lot of reclamation work going on, and that's going to cost mm. a, a buttload. Um, it will be a huge I mean, you'd only project. be able to do it if
2: you restored train lines as well, which may not be a bad thing.
0: No, no, that's right. Get
2: trucks off the roads. Um, I mean, you know, there are there are lots of things to celebrate. You know, the, the New Zealand First and Labour and the Greens all have you know quite a strong, well, a, you know, an early commitment to free education um, for for students. So, I mean, university students, people going to tertiary education or training, can expect to start looking at zero fees, which you know is is really good news, and I think. That this government will introduce some really popular um, policies that have big impacts on people 's lives. Um, you know, mm-hmm. I think of all those those kids and thinking about you know, further study or training. Um, the thought of not going into massive debt is really significant for their future well being and um, their economic, you know, well-being. So I think that that will they will move to do some really popular things. Um, mm-hmm. As Phil said, New Zealand First has a good commitment to increasing the um, minimum wage to living wage standards, as do the Greens. So I'm positive that I'm hopeful that you know, with those two policies, those aspirations set quite high, we will see some shifts in that area. Yeah. Um, housing. All of them are committed to changing to improvements in tenancy laws to improve the um, rights of tenants. Um, I think we will. We ask. We will shift. This is a shift in the. Um, you know, it's a generational shift in who has power and who makes decisions. And I think that's a good thing. And I really think that you know this is. Has the potential to make some really positive progressive change
1: in people's lives. I do, I, do, um, I agree that economically uh, this, this labor government will lean definitely to the left. Yeah. Um, I think we're in a new era of politics globally now where we're no longer in that period where people have very low expectations in terms of what governments do and that whole consensus around that uh, we should, that the era of big government is over, that the market should rule, etc., etc. I think that has. Um, that's collapsed, that, that that sort of hegemonic ideology mm-hmm. has collapsed and we even saw the last national government the last national government in a strange way was one of the most left-wing governments, or left right-wing governments in the Western world, whereas a a lot of um, governments throughout the Western world responded to um, the the economic crisis, the financial crisis. With austerity, uh, our government in New Zealand did exactly the opposite. It borrowed and it spent. Uh, And as Phil said, it it, it, it implemented policies that were a mix of neoclassical, sort of free market type policies, small state policies, as well as elements of neo-Keynesianism, more state intervention and more spending, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. So I think this Labor government will lean to the left, I think the biggest restraining um, element to it will actually be the Labour Party itself. I mm-hmm. think New Zealand First and Greens are generally economically to the left of Labour. Uh-huh. I think um, Grant Robertson, if he does become Minister of Finance, is is very much a centrist who leans to the right economically. Um, if you look at the, um, the whole um, uh, budgetary ad- advisory rules that Labour and the Greens signed up to together, um, th- that they position Labour as in some ways to the right of the National Party and saying that they always have to have a 20% surplus, they yeah. have to focus on paying off debt. So it'll be interesting to see if they yeah. do actually implement those budgetary rules or whether they leave in lots of loopholes which actually uh, allow them to um, be a lot more flexible. And I think New yeah. Zealand First and the Greens will demand that Labour is more flexible than it indicated before the election.
0: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm,
1: mm-hmm.
2: I hope so. I mean, one potential area where it could come unstuck is around treaty policy Around power sharing and representation for Māori, because New Zealand First is, you know, has a um, slightly unclear and antagonistic um, position on treaty um, issues and on um, self-determination for Māori. So I think that's an area where we it could come unstuck, or whether there could be some um, differences, especially with the rejuvenated maori caucus within Uh labour and a strong a strong commitment to um kind of more radical um power and resource sharing from the greens as well so i i think it is an area where there will be differences Um,
1: Although I, I think like it makes Murray like. themselves uh, the, 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 that that sort of um, want and desire for a more sort of treaty and cultural based economic policy that's no longer there, and that was shown in the Murray seats. That Labour very much focused on economic policies, on material issues, and saying that the Murray Party aren't are delivering on that, mm-hmm. and, and and they um, yeah cleaned up those seats on that basis. So... And,
0: yeah, and, and maybe Winston's desire to bring back the regions and, and, and boost the regions economy is going to keep Maori happy as well, and mm. um, you know because you, you see um, the likes of Tuhoi who are trying to rebuild the mm-hmm. area uh, to get their people to come back from from the cities from from the urban areas and keep the Maori uh, um, their tribe people there sorry uh, there as well, uh, and with that um, increase the visibility of Maori them and uh, rejuvenate Māoridom and the language as mm. well.
1: And New Zealand First is a popular par- party amongst Māori. Mm. Winston Peters is very much respected and um, it, it was interesting, like following social media and, and, and <coughs> following Māori activists that there was uh, a real disdain for the Kaupapa Māori parties, for the, for the Māori Party and Mana Party, and that um, a real call for putting bread and butter issues back on the table. Yeah. Uh, n- none of yes, this. Yes,
2: but I think that's not necessarily a rejection of katapa Māori. I think it's a rejection of, of the Māori Party going with National which, you know, yeah. which which actually sent most working Māori backwards. I mean, I, I don't think it's necessarily a rejection of Kotapa Māori. I think it's a rejection of capitalism if anything, and of um, the, the impoverishment of Māori people through the national government and the Māori Party was seen as being and the previous the Labour
1: government. I mean, uh, po- uh, poverty at the, the bottom decile um, okay. rose under the previous Labour government as well. So we can't just blame National. I want to. Uh,
0: why? Uh, <laughs> 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 why? Why not the nets? Why did the National Party lose out? What was you know? What were they not? We don't know what they weren't prepared to give them. But what are your what what are you? What's the team's thoughts
3: on this? I think that the policy, the shared policy between New Zealand First and Labour was was just a lot more than between New Zealand First and National, and so and that's. Essentially, on economic issues, I think Winston Peters wants to have a legacy, and he yep. wants to make sure that New Zealand first survives mm. after he goes, and that the last time he went with national, <laughs> the result was not good for New Zealand first, yep. you know they lost the type five um, who depart, who decamped from New Zealand first, and they got blamed for. A whole, a whole lot of things as, as well, and I think he wants a different. Yeah, he doesn't want that, that legacy. Um, I think he also thinks that the future for New Zealand first is probably winning a section of Labour voters over more than winning a section of national voters over and so although I think Labour will be out to uh, uh, it's a coalition where I think Labour will be out, <laughs> out to screw the Greens and probably screw New Zealand first as well I think Winston's, mm-hmm. I think Winston's probably out to screw the Labour Party a bit as well and and pose New Zealand first as being the party that is really opposed to National on economic issues.
1: Yeah, the party of change. Yeah, yeah. we're the party in this government. New Zealand first. They're <coughs> pushing through the major reforms. I think that's how, winston again, yeah. will project New yeah. Zealand first.
0: He'll want to keep yeah, it. Yeah, I mean, so,
2: sorry, National is spinning, but it's all because that you know it's because they could wouldn't give. Um, New Zealand First, as much, you know, as many baubles of office as New Zealand First demanded, but that mm-hmm. could just be National Party and I, just, I think, um, you know, Phil and John are right that it's about policy alignment.
0: Yeah. Um, Where, oh, I just lost my train. Well, Winston will want to keep this working, right? Because this, mm-hmm. this could be his last, last mm-hmm. roll of the dice, and he doesn't want his legacy to be leaving a government in tatters Absolutely again. Absolutely no, no, no. So, I mean, that is, uh, while everybody's saying it's going to, well, some commentators from the right are saying it's going to implode, that's the one piece that's probably going to keep it together. Mm. And, and the commentators from the right have been very disingenuous on this issue, saying that, uh, and Peter
1: Dunn as well, saying that no government with Winston for ever worked. Well, hello, the last uh, Labour-led government, the harlan clark led government, definitely mm-hmm. worked, definitely uh, didn't collapse. And, and um, the, the last two terms of that, government were it was essential for New Zealand first to um, be part of that government and support in terms of supporting it I think um, uh, I think Winston Peters more than any other politician in New Zealand gets the new radical zeitgeist that's taking hold in the Western world and he knows there's now uh, uh, an opportunity to um, pull back from those so-called neoliberal reforms in a way that's the opportunity hasn't been there before so yeah. even though he supported the, the, the previous Helen Clark government, Helen Clark was a very centrist, cautious MP who didn't um, really push back on the on the economic reforms that the fourth Labour government and the later national government had carried through. So I think Winston Peters wants to cement his legacy as someone who actually as uh, an anti-establishment figure who, who pushed back some of those key components of mm-hmm. those neoclassical economic reforms, such as the Reserve Bank Act. Yeah. And, uh, and I think, yeah, that, so I think it's going to be a relatively stable government. I don't, I think um, Winston Peters is going to be very careful, but I think he's going to push himself in the public arena, very hard that yep. he's the he's the heart of this government, giving a heart to
0: capitalism. Oh, <laughs> he's got a heart. Um, but you know, is, is this the you know are we going to see uh, a win for workers? Is this the end of trickle down economics, uh, where the tax cuts go to to um, you know corporates and, and the wealthy, and they're supposed to distribute it? Is it going to be coming from the grassroots now, Phil?
3: Well, I th- I think. It does mark a cha- it will mark a change in economic policy. I think that change had already started i mean i 'm not a fan of Matthew Houghton, but every now and then he has an insight you know um, the stock clock is is right twice a day, and he made the point um, a couple of months ago that the key English government was to the left of the Clark government mm-hmm. and I think that's that 's true actually and I think this government is diff- this incoming government will be different from the Clark government as well. Where the alliance extracted some concessions, like um, paid parental leave and a, and a couple of other other concessions, um, but th- this is, is a different government again, because you've got two parties now, not just the alliance, but two parties, um, with whom without whom Labor can't govern. That are economically to the left of Labor mm-hmm. and need to show their voters that they've actually. Shifted um, government economic policy, mm-hmm. and that ordinary people are, are actually going to be better off. I think the complicating factor is that Labour is extremely sensitive to the requirements of New Zealand capital. You know, to uh, and if the um, if the employers come out very strongly against something, that will make Labour quite quite nervous, so I think there will be some tension in the government, economically between New Zealand First and the Greens mm-hmm. on the one hand, and Labor's kind of m- much more and if you look at who makes up the Labour Party, I mean it's a middle class yeah. it's a middle class party that is very business friendly, and I don't think that Jacinda O'Doan has changed that um, so I think there will be there will be tensions there.
0: We better mention the Greens because we haven't really talked about them. Much. Just like just like Winston, it like uh, didn't say a diddly-boo. But you know what are they going to get out of this? We said three three Green uh, ministers uh, sitting on outside the cabinet with portfolios. Uh, I wonder what they're likely to be, and are they going to get their three big things? Their three big wishes: cleaning up the rivers. Are we going to see a real big action on climate change? And are we going to see a big action on uh, poverty in the country? Uh, you know, is. Uh, is James Shaw likely to be the uh, minister for the environment and and whatnot?
2: Well, I mean, I I hope that this government does some radical and strong interventions on climate change and, and water quality. Um, I'm not sure it will, but the Greens will need that if they're going to justify being in government and you know justify to their voters why they would want to vote for them in three years' time. Um, So I I really hope that the Greens are able to have some influence on that climate change agenda Um, I think that remains to be seen really. Um, I mean it's a shame that 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 water tax has already been, has already gone Mm -hmm. Um, we, We need to do some quite, you know we need to I'm not a fan of the kind of massive intensive dairy farming and the damage that's doing to our environment and um and contributing to climate change and to our rivers, but um you know I suspect that would be too radical reform for this government so um the greens are you know they'll be. I think they'll be happy to keep the ministerial portfolios outside of cabinet, and I think the advantage for them is that they me- it means they're not bound by cabinet collective responsibility. Um, mm-hmm. So that will be very interesting to see how they manage that. If there are differences between New Zealand First, Labour, and what the Greens would like to see, it will be interesting to see whether you know, how Labour will manage to get legislation through if the Greens don't agree with it. Um, they'll need to support from National presumably or else things like ha- that, that change won't happen but um, yeah I think the Greens it's a, it's a wise move to be outside of Cabinet um, but I, I do hope that they are able to have some leverage and get some real wins for the environment
0: there. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Alright um, does anyone want to some mention on that? Or? Um, yeah I think
1: in terms of the Greens policy around social welfare so <coughs> The policy of eliminating child poverty, raising benefits by 20%, I think uh, Labour are going to be very resistant to any of those type of uh, uh, policy reforms. I think what Labour will be more happy to do is implement policy that will generally raise uh, workers' wages and salaries to, to a reasonable degree, uh, giving a bit more power to unions uh, to be able to be more of a force, um, raising the minimum wage, but I suspect Labour is very hesitant, Grant Robertson is very hesitant to, to actually raise benefits. Um, uh, the previous uh, Helen Clark government was, uh, certainly ruled that out and I think Jacinda Ardern and Grant Robertson are, are still in that mode that yes we aim for the so called middle New Zealand, um, pr- provide them with policies that will raise their living standards. and um, However that bottom sector of society who don't vote,
0: um, 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 yes will hand out less goodies to them to yeah, be honest. Yeah. All right, um, One more question because we've got to go. Uh, who's going to lead into the next uh, into the next uh, election,
1: possibly Paula Bennett, but I think that would be a mistake. <laughs> I think um, uh, in the early days she was quite a dynamic and. Uh, um, interesting character, uh, you know uh, a West Auckland woman uh, from a working class background um, with some degree of of a Maori identity, but I think she now, um, I think she's been so comfortable having a ministerial position being Deputy Prime Minister, she she comes across as quite dry in establishment um, now, so I think it would be a mistake, unless she can uh, uh, sort of um, uh, link back to her earlier days and and, and reform her personality, I I don't (laughs) Uh, think she'll be a Good choice. But I suspect she very much she's wants not that, be,
0: she's that Not job. palatable at all. Uh, what about you, Phil? What do you think?
3: I think National will choose somebody that can combat the so-called Jacinda effect. Yeah. And I'm not quite sure who that will be. I think they might well choose a woman, Nikki um, Kay. Perhaps that's who I'm picking. Yeah. Um, I mean, you know, Bill English did it as well as what you could do. Oh yeah. Under MMP. I mean he got a great result for for National, um, but now he's got this, you know, he's lost (laughs) twice in 2002 and National were completely humiliated. This time he got past the post first, but unfortunately for him it's not a first-past-the-post election. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, so I think whoever they, I think who they choose will be probably youngish, Will likely be a woman. Um, I think they they might even like to have somebody married Maori sea, but I don't think Paul would be, I don't think it'll wow. be Paula Bennett. I
2: I think you know what's worked so well for National over the last nine years has been the the kind of benign yeah. Tory leadership of Sir <coughs> English and um, John Keat, You know, the yeah. smiling, nice, nice Tories. Um, so I I think they would probably not go to the kind of nastier side of. Um, their party, which I think is represented by Judith Collins and Paula Bennett. I mean, Paula Bennett does have a There is nastiness about um, a, a lot of the things she says and oh, does. Yes. Um, I, they may go for someone like Simon Bridges, Bridges
0: yeah, yeah,
2: or Nikki Kay. I think or Amy Adams was touted as a future lead. I don't think she's let, um, performed well in the election campaign, especially around housing. Um, but yeah, I suspect they'll want to try and continue that winning formula of the mm. benign, um, the benign um,
0: conservative. All right. Well, we're going to have to leave it there. Thank you so much. I'm picking Kay or Bridges. They're my two yeah. choices. Yeah, yeah, uh, for front runners. All right. Thank you all for coming in. Thank um, you. I'm sure we'll be talking about this for weeks to come. <laughs> sure. uh, it's early days yet, uh, but I thank you all, Sarah, Phil, and uh, John. Have yourselves a wonderful Labor. We can <laughs> <laughs> Indeed. All right. All right. The news is just around the corner. Here's rackets.